to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And uh, today it is uh, episode two of, uh, it's episode two of two things, episode two, episode two of season two of three. And, uh, it's only beer number two! We're in trouble, <laughs> man! It's also episode two of Five Faces of Darkness. Uh, and in uh, Five Faces of Darkness Part 1, uh, Cyclonus began the search for Galvatron, and some unknown entity, the Quintessons, orchestrated mm-hmm. destruction for the Autobots. And then we open with a solid two-minute recap. Oh, this is a friggin' long recap. Man, it's basically like a Reader's Digest condensed book version of the first episode. It's a two-minute recap in a 22-minute episode. That's a big chunk of time. Yeah. Um, and it it just recaps the last episode. You notice know Rodimus's gun now uh, kind of looks like a 60s Star Trek Klingon bird of prey. <laughs> anyway, that's what it looks like in this shot anyway. I did not I did, I did not notice that. Now I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so we, we go to Char after this giant uh, recap. We go to Char. Rodimus and Grimlock fight Cyclonus and the Decepticons. It's an all-out crazy gun battle. Yeah, it's like the Decepticons just start shooting the shit out of them, and then their guns pretty much run yeah. out of gas. <laughs> and the, like, Grimlock and Rodimus just empty their own clips on the Decepticons, but they keep advancing. I mean, there's yeah. tons of them. And there's one scene here where Grimlock grabs somebody's gun and eats it. He's like, crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's, there's just too many Decepticons, yeah. and they just beat the living daylight. So, like, fisticuffs, Rodimus, Literally, and Grimlock. Yeah, just, like, uh, it's a beatdown. Yeah. And as the beatdown's going on, a meteor starts to approach, except it's not a meteor. It's a rocket. It's a rocket. Rocket roid. And it just stops like right in midair, like an Ernest Saves Christmas, whatever it was called, where he lands <laughs> the sleigh and the air yeah. breaks. It does. <laughs> it's like, Springer's like, I told you to stop on a proton. I was like, <laughs> fine, fine. What is and then RC says, that's the first thing you've said that was right. I'm like, what? Did he do the old <laughs> we're at a gas bit before they got here? Did he give that one a try? Right. So Cyclonus uh, grabs the Decepticon Energon and he flies off um, after Springer. Sorry, after Springer and Arcee. Oh, and I, I Wikipedia this one. It's called the Skuxoid. Skuxoid. Uh, it was called a Skuxoid ship. So that lizardy dude from the last episode must oh, have been a Skuxoid. See, I just thought um, uh, Cyclonus was just calling them like idiots like i thought skuxoids was just like a transform word like idiot or it almost sounds like an 80s line though (laughs) you totally lame-o skuxoid so uh (laughs) yeah springer and rc in the skuxoids this is another one of the things where the writers beat me to it because uh oh yeah uh, Swindle says, yeah, they'd sell up to anybody for the right price. And I'm like, yeah, obviously, just like you. And then, and then Cyclonus is like, just like you? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well played, writers. Okay. Tucci. Tucci, writers. Tucci. So um, Tucci. we go. So after all this, the uh, the Galact- or Galactus, um, Cyclonus and the uh, Decepticons fly off to resurrect Galvatron. Uh, Spring and RC save Rodimus and Grimlock. And then we go to what is later called Quintessa, the planet of the Quintessons, and their cup is being interrogated by them. He's on death row. Yeah, he's on the plank over the Sharktacon pit. And they're just all about information. They want to know Cybertron's weaknesses. You're you're the security chief. What is their security situation? He's like, ah, three kids and a dog take that planet. (laughs) Well, Well, I'm very insecure. (laughs) Yeah. I need some security. (laughs) So Magnus and Spike are watching this, and Mm. they 
Magnus figures out that the Quintessons have been reading his brain, but Spike knows that they yeah, haven't he's been like, reading his. Wait a minute, they're not in any big hurry to question me. But mm-hmm. and I hate to admit this, John, but he's not nearly as annoying now that he's an adult. Oh, you know what? Spike is <laughs> Spike is now just a really nice two-dimensional plot device. No, not plot <laughs> yeah. device. He just drives plot forward. He yells for help at the right time. He runs out and shoots things at the right time. And he's just not a douche anymore. It's early days, but... <laughs> yeah, I, he doesn't really do anything bad in these first five episodes. Mm. I've gone from completely hating Spike to just not <laughs> feeling anything for him. There you go. <laughs> so they decide, uh, the, the Quintessons deduce that... Um, oh yeah, so they figure out they can't read our minds. So then the Quintessons decide mm. they're going to interrogate and kill Spike basically for scientific purposes. Yeah, because they know that Spike knows that they know nothing about Earth. They know that he knows that they know. I know. So then we go to R.C. Springer, Grimlock, and Rodimus, uh, and Rodimus dies. Landing on another one of these planets. Yeah, yeah, another goofy (laughs) planet. Oh, we should have mentioned, Quintessa is just as goofy and and silly as... Well, I guess we saw it in the movie, didn't we? So we'll move on. Rodimus dies, right? Yeah, and Arcee's like, he's totally damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. She says something, but... Yeah. He's definitely not coming back. And Rodimus like, oh, I'm done for. Yeah, and he's like, all good. set to tell Springer something. And Springer's like, assumes he didn't give the Matrix to him. But wouldn't it be funny if he was like, Springer, my friend, I'm giving the Matrix to Arcee. And then he actually dies. It's like, <laughs> Springer, buddy. But then he actually does die. I fucked your wife. <laughs> yeah, tell my wife. I had another wife. <laughs> Sad commercial break. Um, so when we come back, Grimlock actually starts crying. Yeah, we come back. Grimlock's sad. Everybody's sad. And we basically, we find out Rodimus isn't dead. He goes inside his own head. He enters the Matrix. Yeah, Grimlock figures that out. It's like, because the Matrix didn't pop out. He can't be dead yet. Yes, if he died, his chest should have opened. The Matrix should have come out. out. But chalk went up for Mm. all the dum-dums. And a broken clock is right twice a day. Rodimus goes on a fucking trip, Oh, man, it's a badass trip. Wow, man. Just like... Like, you know, man, like, who I At the oh, end man. of it, it just ends with a Quintesson exploding, and then he wakes up, and it's like, oh, and it's, it's, it's also a couple clear things. It's like, <laughs> it's like Optimus's head is there, and mm. it explodes, and then turns into Rodimus's head, which explodes, and then Rodimus' head becomes another Transformer, which then becomes this, like, skeleton-looking <laughs> robot, and then a bunch of just it's random trip, Transformers stand in the line, <laughs> blow up, and then a Quintesson blows up, like you said, and then he wakes up! Oh, man, yeah, and now it's all so clear to him. Yeah. <laughs> Almost grim like a bozoology or something, <laughs> or a bozoology. And uh, like, yeah, what? he says to everybody, "I was in the uh, in the Matrix, and we're gonna go to Quintessa." And confront the Quintessons. You notice that Grimlock is a lot smaller now than he used to be? A lot smaller. Anyway, like, he is that. a little shorter than Rodimus when they stand side by side. Yeah, yeah. which is ridiculous. Anyways. So uh, we go to Quintessa, and Magnus, Spike, and Cup are being marched to the trial by the Shark yeah, They are on the Green Mile. Yeah. And then they attack and escape by using football? Yeah, because... Spike just starts, uh, hey, wait a minute, because he, he needs to talk over these guys' heads, right? Yeah. And ho- hopes that the Autobots get the idea. But like they like, nope, don't remember that. But I think Cup gets the idea because, yeah, the Autobots attack the whatever these Aracons, and away they go. Yeah. And in the fight, Spike grabs onto a Quintesson's tentacles and somehow manages to stop the thing from moving. Like, is it? Like a helium balloon or something? Like it's yeah, it's they, huge, but it doesn't weigh a fucking thing or what? They do turn out to be incredibly weak. Mm. But uh, so we have 
Yeah, he, it's kind of a neat moment here where Spike has that Quintesson and he threatens to kill it if they're not freed. And the other yeah. Quintessons judge that Quintesson as guilty. Yeah, it's like they take them hostage and then they just sentence him to death and he's like, yep, yeah. good idea. Yeah. Drop it's, the plank or whatever he says. Like the thing is like, yep, kill me. These Get are a really these great new enemy just in that they have no morals, no scruples, no nothing. Like Megatron, now Galvatron, uh, at least has... I don't know. He's got his own, mm. you know, list of... He's got his own thing going on, but it, it, it gets made more and more clear that Galvatron has literally a few things fried in his brain. <laughs> like oh, he, yeah, we're going to find that out. He's, um, he's a little crazy now. So the... Uh, oh, yeah, they get dropped in the pit. And then we go to Thrall, and Scourge pulls Galvatron. Actually, Cyclonus is going to go, and then Cyclonus says, Hey, Scourge, why don't you pull <laughs> yeah, he Galvatron? Pulls rank. Uh, yeah. yeah, you pull Galvatron out of the ooze, and uh, and then he's like, "Better you than me." Yeah, and uh, Galvatron gets angry when he's woken up, and he's like, "How oh, dare you he... disturb my plasma bath?" And uh, I'm the ruler of this empty planet and everything. Like he thanks the Decepticons by beating the living shit out of all of them. Like he is completely Daffy Duck Looney Tunes. Oh now. yeah, <laughs> like he, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is is gone nuts. He kicks the shit out of Scourge. Like, does I? He hits him once, and I was like, okay, and then hits him again and again in the face, no. and then like slugs <laughs> him in the gut, picks him up, <laughs> throws him in the ooze. Like, he just kicks the shit out of Scourge, and he is ready to lead the Decepticons. But like you said, he's got sparks in his head, baby. Yeah, these little green things around his head, like, and he's laughing like a maniac. And, uh, and yeah. commercial break, and when we come back, back on the Rockeroid, the Rockeroid. <laughs> it sounds like it's the that. Sounds like it's the next club that opens after uh, the Danceatron. <laughs> it's the sister club of the Danceatron. I was to say that. So yeah. uh, Rodimus and friends find Quintessa. They land, or they're, they're going to land. Yeah. And then Spike, uh, when they're on trial, oh, did they get? Well, RC uh, says she's going to call in the assault force. She calls it, and we're going to find out it's aerial bots. But but yeah, Spike uh, asked them. Okay, what crime did we commit? And they're like, oh, you nothing. You're just guilty by association. And he's like, mm. well, then what are they guilty of? And the, immediately they say theft. Yeah. And like, of, of what? And it's like, Cybertron. <laughs> Do they not uh, occupy Cybertron, I think they say. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so that's that's the grudge, I guess. Yeah. The, maybe Cybertron belongs to the Quintessons or something. It, yeah, and it, it is well uh, put in that if Spike was a smarter guy, he would have started putting those together where he think, you know, oh, oh. And because they do. Uh, they follow this idea that ownership is nine-tenths of the law. If the Autobots are there now, then they stole it. So they become aware or they are aware that Rodimus is approaching. Oh, yeah, they see him on a on monitor. He's coming in his ship. Yeah, somehow they know that the Autobots are on the way, and they figure, okay, if we can just destroy that Autobot Matrix leadership, that'd be real good. Yeah, <laughs> on the Scuzzlewood ship. And Spike realizes that, okay, these guys... Suddenly lost interest in us, and like the Sharktacons who were just ordered to carry out the execution because they're still down in the, in the water in the pit. Yeah, <laughs> these the and the Quintessons are watching them on a monitor, oh, yeah, and the Sharktacons are just standing there like, guys, you were ordered to kill them. Why are you still sitting there? <laughs> yeah, Bam. there's a lot of like the three of them swimming in the middle of the or treading water, going, oh boy, mm. we're gonna get attacked soon with Sharktacons two feet away, just not moving. <laughs> yeah. Just, just standing there. So, yeah. uh, Galvatron, uh, we go back to Galvatron, and he has decided that he's going to take over the universe, the galaxy, or whatever, but he needs better troops. And Cyclonus is like, dude, 
check out the sweeps. And he's like, really? And just shoots them all. Yeah, he just starts killing them. <laughs> yeah, literally killing them. And a few try to fly away, and he shoots them down. He actually does one neat move where one of them is flying away, so he shoots the plasma, and this giant plasma bubble shoots mm. into the air, envelops a sweep, and crashes it into the ooze. It's kind of neat. Um, but he decides, uh, I don't know, in the end, because he's going to keep them as his troops, but yeah. like he doesn't go get better troops. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, they're going to uh, regain their empire and fly off. And when they fly away, somehow Galvatron he blows up. Blows the up the entire planet on the way out. Like, oh my god, man, this guy is Jesus. He he is Looney Tunes. He's like, literally he is, a loose cannon. Oh, yeah, it reminded me a bit of when Red Alert uh, had mental illness oh, in yeah. the second season. Yeah. And this is just. You know, something is clearly wrong in his head and he's acting irrationally, even for Galvatron. Mm. But uh, so Magnus, Spike, and Cup kind of hold off the Sharktacons for a bit until... <laughs> what happened to the Rockeroid? Like, they just flew into the execution chamber on this thing and the Quintessons blew it up. But where are the remains of it? <laughs> like, And, and it, yeah, they're just, and they're all just fine. And it's, it's like, so Springer's flying yeah. with like R.C. and Grimlock Because they use the old anti-Rockeroid the... trick. He even calls it that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they fell for the old empty rockeroid trick. Oh, everybody. I had a nickel for every time you fell for that one, right? Oh. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. Oldest trick I, think the the, I think the three stooges actually made that one up. <laughs> yeah. Again, this was another moment where, hey, we're going to throw in some new stuff and have a whole bunch of Autobots come in and then leave in 30 seconds. And Springer, as this attack is starting... Uh, Springer calls in the Autobot fleet, which is the aerial bots and, thank you, Transformers Wiki, Broadside. Broadside. Oh, is that what the, the big ship is? I thought that it was giant. So, yeah. I thought it was just some generic ship that the aerial bots use to fly in space together or something, but no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so his Broadside, right. Broadside turns into a robot. Broadside is either a giant ship, a plane, which we see, uh, and a giant robot and an aircraft carrier, or a plane, a robot, and a very tiny aircraft. Oh, I remember him now. Yeah, he's the other Autobot triple changer, him and, yeah. uh, and Springer. So yeah. uh, so Broadside, and so the aerial bots launch out of Broadside, and the Quintessons load up on their spaceship, and these are those cool, like, corkscrew ships we saw in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And they fly away, and they've got a uh, little... Uh, controller and they're going to blow up Quintessa. Yeah, like the Autobots get on board uh, Silverbolt and the Autobots get back. I I just have down return to their ship. I guess back to Broadside. Yeah, and, and the Quintessons blow the motherfucker up. Kaboom! All right, today we're going to learn about helicopters. After the old empty rockeroid trick works, Springer, the Autobot triple changer, flies into the execution chamber carrying Rodimus, a robot his own size, on one side, and RC, who was about two-thirds his size, on the other. But some things simply aren't done, John, and discussing a lady's weight is one of those things. But forget that. Grimlock is hanging off Springer on the same side as RC, and Springer's roll angle is almost 45 degrees to port. You know what happens if a helicopter changes its roll angle? It flies in that direction. Springer is somehow flying at all, let alone flying straight, while carrying at least three or four times his own weight, plus whatever RC weighs. Then, after the rescue, he flies out with Rodimus and Cup on one side, and Spike Ultra Magnus and the Quintesson, which I guess is just a helium balloon, on the other, plus whatever RC weighs. But, as discussed last time, it is physically impossible for this planet to have an atmosphere, and a helicopter needs air. Look, I'm okay with Decepticons or Cosmos or Omega Supreme flying in space. I'd even look the other way to some extent for the aerial bots. Maybe not Slingshot. But not Springer. 
then again, Spike doesn't have a spacesuit on, and so there's air. Fine. But what happened to the rocketroid after the Quintessence shot it? Shouldn't it have landed in the execution pit? I mean, then again, since this planet should have negligible gravity, it would probably take 20 minutes. Well, that was the Five Faces of Darkness Part 2, and tomorrow we're going to do the Five Faces of Darkness Part 3. Yes. Good place to pick up. Yeah, we've. Uh, I think we've got a, a plan now. It's obvious we did one, <laughs> and then we did two. Next we'll do three, then five, then four. Then five, then four, yes. The Five Faces of Darkness Machete Order. <laughs> so uh, if you uh, want to, I don't know. I'm not funny on Twitter, but you can find me at John Sobey. You can find Paul at P. McPherson 1. Yep. Make sure you uh, rate and review us on your podcast app and uh, tell all your friends. And tell everybody you know. And then tomorrow we'll see you for The Five Faces of Darkness Part 3. And until tomorrow, keep on transforming. <laughs> there it is. See you tomorrow. The old empty rockeroid direct.